Today on the Bill Kelly Show on 900 CHML. Yesterday on the program, of course, we had discussed Councillor Terry Whitehead and his announced listening tour about light rail transit. And uh, you heard some uh, rather, well, a number of people actually, including Ryan McGreal and others, that were rather concerned about this and say, well, what the heck is this all about? So uh, we wanted to bring the councillor in to give us uh, his perspective on this. And uh, to that point, uh, Terry Whitehead, welcome back to the program. Good to have you here today. Great to be here, Mary uh, uh, Bill, and I want to wish you a Merry Christmas and all your listeners a Merry Christmas. Well, and each and every one of the guys at City Council, too. It's an exciting time, obviously, and uh, we knew that light rail transit was not going to go away as a major issue, and I'm not so sure if it's at the top of the list for this new City Council, but you've announced that you're going on a listening tour. Maybe, first of all, let's, let's say, set a foundation here. Why are you doing this? Well, I, I actually w- I want to start off by uh, uh, setting a record straight, because I did listen to the radio station yesterday and heard... Uh, uh, Ryan McGrill uh, talk about uh, Councillor Terry Whitehead's engagement, and uh, you know if you're going to be believed on anything you say, you have to be credi- credible all the way through. So just for the listeners, uh, and I certainly my constituents know this, that I host uh, not only uh, on Saturdays uh, I set up a, a booth at West Cliff Mall and meet many constituents, but I have over a hundred community meetings a year. I have uh, issue-oriented meetings. I have a virtual town hall. And uh, proof of, of the engagement is the fact that uh, we've had consistently in Ward 8 and now Ward 14, one of the highest turnouts in every municipal election, uh, much higher than even the, 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 the areas that Ryan McGrill uh, talks about engagement. So when you look at those metrics, certainly it's a bit misleading to suggest that uh, uh, I do not engage my community. I get elected uh, with pretty good numbers every election, and I host many, many meetings to ensure that there's an engagement and an understanding of issues that, uh, as they come forward. So I want to make sure I set that record straight, and it's unfortunate that uh, Ryan would uh, represent it that way and it would suggest that if he's prepared to misrepresent that, then what else was he prepared to okay. represent? Well, I, I'm not so sure that's what he was I, I didn't really take it into that. But let's, I want to move on from that because that's not the issue right now. Uh, you've been on council for a long time, and I think the people that know you and know the area know that, uh, that you're engaged in the community. But let's talk about why you're doing this listening tour. What's this all about? <coughs> Excuse me. Well, I think um, I have, uh, you had the Auditor General come out and, and reaffirm what I said over a year ago in regards to the flawed process and how we arrived at the decision uh, for LRT in, the, in yep. the lower city. So that's one piece. The second piece is uh, I have uh, uh, read a, a, a plethora of studies. I've looked at numbers, whether it's the ridership at 444 peak hour peak direction, and it should be 2,000. We're not going to have 1,500 by 2031 the uh, economic uplift, looked at studies. So I've done all that, and I've come to formulate uh, my position and certainly through consultation with my community. But yet the establishment is on side, Bill. And it's trying, I'm trying to understand, is there something I'm missing in this picture? Because the numbers aren't adding uh, to saying it's a goal, yet the establishment says it, we should go. So I am going around to try and under- better understand Perhaps I'm missing something on this debate, and uh, and that's why I've embarked on this tour. For what purpose, though? To, are you willing to change your mind, or have you, have you decided this is the way I'm going to be, and that that's in concrete right now? If that if that's the case, then why even bother? Well, I believe that uh, uh, no uh, leader should draw a line in the sand, and they should take in all information, help inform their decisions. And I think that uh, uh, clearly we have a divide in this community. It's, it's clear that the majority of the community is against the LRT based on many polls. Uh, but, but what is clear to me is that the established, like McMaster University, Spectator, uh, Chamber of Commerce, uh, Mall College, and many others, 
have come on side to support it. So I'm meeting with these organizations and, and having that uh, a very uh, uh, a robust discussion to better understand uh, what I am missing in the picture that uh, drove them to support the LRT. But it's the same information. I mean, you say you've studied this thing thoroughly. So have they. So have I. So have a lot of other people. I, I draw the parallel, Terry, to the, to the expressway debate, and I don't want to open that up again. But uh, again... <laughs> Not everybody's going to agree on this. I mean, when I sat on city council, and, and that debate was still going on, it was so much more about the Red Hill at that stage, obviously, uh, that extension of it, uh, I had council colleagues that read the same reports I did and said, no, I don't think we should do it. And I said, well, I think we should. Well, never the twain shall meet. I'm not going to try to convince them. They made up their own mind. So why are you doing this now? Are you, are you going to try to switch their minds? Are you going to try to change no, your mind? No, So the purpose of this, this tour is not to convince them. Uh, I, th- I think I've been pretty profound in my uh, discussions and arguments in respect to the concerns around the LRT. Uh, the, the question really is uh, for very established, reputable organizations to come on side and support it, uh, it would suggest that there's another piece. And, I'm, and I can tell you, early in these discussions, uh, I, I am finding a different dynamic. Um, some believe that you shouldn't be looking at a 10, 15, 20-year horizon, but in fact, you should be looking at a 50-year horizon. I mean, that's something I never considered in the context of this uh, this discussion debate. Uh, and other organizations indicate this is a, a real image uh, builder for the community, and, and, and it, it would suggest that uh, we're a city that have arrived, and it's about progression. So there are different arguments I, pu- I haven't put a lot of weight to in the context of my own position. So I, I, I am learning things through these discussions. Yeah, I, I know. And you, you mentioned that one characterization that this is just kind of like a little shiny toy that's been kind of kind of neat that shows that, hey, we're a big grown-up city right now. I, does that mean you're totally dismissive of the economic arguments and the economic development possibilities here or probabilities that some people would have it? Uh, well, you talk about the ones that be put forward by the uh, pro-LRT. Uh, yeah. Uh, well, uh, the reality is is that the uh, they, they buck uh, completely against every study that I've ever read. Uh, you know, our own uh, uh, Canadian Urban Institute did a study here in the city of Hamilton on the LRT system and uplift uh, post uh, uh, build out. To be fair, they do not buck every report that's been written. They report the ones that you've decided that you want to embrace. There are studies that indicate that there is economic uplift to this. No, yeah. actually, actually, I, I can tell you right now, I challenge the spectator, and I've asked anyone to bring one report that would suggest that LRT results in economic uplift. I haven't found one in either uh, anyone that I've challenged to do that. But we do have a Canadian Urban Institute right in our backyard that indicated that we're only looking at a 1% uh, uh, tax assessment growth. And I don't know if that's tax assessment growth within that line or within the city, which is a, a significantly different number. But they also included Scott Park, which is not a tax-generating uh, property. So that is not a big number relative to an economic uplift uh, for the LRT. Yeah, and, and I don't want this to devolve into a debate about LRT because obviously you've got your thoughts on this and I've got mine. But there were dozens and dozens of reports about the Red Hill that said there was not going to be any economic benefit to it, too, and that was obviously disproven. So uh, all you have right now is conjecture that it's not going to happen. There is nothing definitive. This is not a black and white issue. No, not at all. And, 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 you know, uh, what I'm learning in this listening tour to date is sometimes opportunity strikes you and you've got to grab that opportunity. And even if there's a little pain and you're, and you're shifting that, that cost to a, a, a generation prematurely, it still might be the right thing based on a 50-year horizon. So I am hearing a different arguments uh, to deal and address some of the uh, concerns I've had in respect to all the research and studies that I've, I've uh, embarked on. Who have you talked to so far? 
Uh, I just finished with uh, The Spectator yesterday. I've uh, had conversations with uh, McMaster University. Uh, I've, I've had discussions with uh, just pro-LRT people uh, in the in the lower city. And I'm moving forward with uh, Kim and Lunas uh, with Chamber of Commerce. I'm moving forward with uh, Ron McCurley at the uh, Mohawk College show and, and Joe Mansonelli at Leuna. So I am truly making a, an effort to uh, clearly understand, based on what I know and what they know, if there's something uh, that has some weight to it that I should be uh, uh, considering to help inform a decision on, on a go-forward basis. And has there been so far? Uh, I would say that uh, I have to really now weigh those things. I mean, the fact that you're now looking at uh, it's okay uh, with the opportunity being here now to 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 uh, p- shift those dollars and and, and and tax increases to the taxpayer uh, is is okay thing when you're looking over a 50 year horizon because at some point you will have the ridership and you will have the densities uh, to drive an LRT system. So I haven't looked at a 50 year horizon. Uh, when you talk about uh, the image piece, well, I mean, I don't know if a billion dollars for an image piece is the best. Uh, Expenditure, so I'm not going to put a lot. I, I don't know anybody that. who's characterized that as an image piece. There, they, that may be a side benefit, but I don't think anybody who said I'm supportive of the project because it's going to make us look cool. That, that's that's not even an argument. I, so let's let's set that one aside. Let's talk about some of the nuts and bolts here. Have you learned anything now that has swayed your opinion or said, "Oh, maybe"? Oh, gosh, I never thought of that. Well, I just I think I just indicated the 50 year horizon and uh, and here and now and, and so you and, and uh, grab the opportunity is something I'm going to now. I mean, uh, to suggest that it's completely changed my mind. No, what it has done was make give me something to think about, and I still got a lot more people to talk to uh, in respect to uh, 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 people supporting the LRT and hearing what their arguments are. So there's still a way to go. Uh, but, but one of the arguments that you've talked about a number of times, though, is as you said, and I think you just mentioned it again this morning. Uh, re- presently, we don't have the ridership, and and you're suggesting it's some future point we are going to. I mean, the city is growing. We know that. And the transportation needs and transit needs are growing. Are you confident that uh, seven, ten years from now, when all of a sudden we do have that ridership, that we can knock on the province's door and say, hey, can we have a billion dollars to build this thing now? Well, I think that's the point about so, or do you do, or do you? Yeah, then and now. Because if you say no now and pie past this, what are the chances this is ever going to happen again? Well, yeah, but you're, you're, you're having this, we're having this conversation in a vacuum. Uh, we still don't know if, for example, there's an alternative to spend the billion dollars. And, and obviously, I would think there's greater value uh, to invest and, and expedite our transit system uh, for the greater population of Hamilton and make it one of the most robust transit systems in the city to meet the needs of uh, a far greater population than one uh, and, along and you one don't, geographic you don't corridor. And you don't see LRT in that future at all? Well, LRTs, well, every uh, uh, planner on, on transit will tell you that you build your ridership. You I know build, that. I know the you, argument. You, you build the feeder systems, and that's what I'm talking about. I understand that. I get that, okay? But what I'm saying is, do you see LRT in the future, anytime in the future for this city Well, as the, a viable part of our transit system? I, I believe that as we move forward, LRT is certainly a consideration for our future. Absolutely. All right. So now you have an opportunity to build it. Uh, you might not in the future. Why not take that opportunity now while that money's sitting on the table? Well, that's the, that's part of the discussion. I mean, you're now debating me on whether or not that should be weighted in this discussion. I'm telling you that I'm being open-minded, but right now, the, if, if you do that, uh, there is no suggestion in the next 10 years you're going to have the ridership. In fact, uh, our own projections are showing 1,500 peak hour peak direction by 2031. So what that means is you're going to have a significant gap in ridership versus cost, and that cost is going to be shifted to the taxpayers of this community. So that's the other piece I have to consider. 
uh, as opposed to what Plan B you might have in mind. I mean, is it bus rapid transit? Is that what you're looking at? If we if this doesn't happen, and let's just hypothetically say council decides or the province <clears throat> decides or whatever the case might be. Now you're not getting the money for LRT. That's not going to happen. Where do we go? What's is, is BRT the the alternative? Oh, I, I think BRT. And you know, I I I talked to uh, General Schuetz, is an economic tra- a transportation economist for the Federal Treasury. That's done many studies on economic uplift. And the first thing she said is, "Why are you doing LRT? Uh, BRT is more dynamic and and and." and and whatever uplift there is, uh, you will generate this pretty well the same thing with BRT. So uh, I, I really believe that, and BRT is more dynamic. So I think that uh, uh, that is certainly a consideration moving forward if you're looking at a robust system uh, and getting the best value for tax dollars being spent. Look, at this. Yeah, but listen, we tried a, a pilot project a few years ago. It was one dedicated bus line because BRT has to have dedicated bus lines or it just doesn't work. Absolutely. All right. City Council at the time squirmed and got out of that. I mean, as soon as you started getting some phone calls saying, we're being put out by this, you guys backed off. I don't know if you've got the courage to do either one of these right now. Yeah, well, uh, you mean... I'm not I, talking to you specifically. I'm talking I, about I, the council I, I, as a whole. And I think that's a fair criticism uh, by uh, yourself, Bill. But uh, my problem was with that pilot program that that laneway should have been extended to the the whole length of the uh, where the LRT is being proposed so you can truly uh, measure the success of the program. We end up doing a, a small lane uh, on a very short uh, jaunt uh, that certainly wasn't and, and no way was going to demonstrate the success or failure. And, uh, and then you had the pushback. So I think it was a failed project from the get-go. Yeah, the way they designed it. But right. I'm saying I don't know that the council has the courage to do this because there are going to be disruptions. You're, you're never going to please everybody. You know that. You've yeah. been in politics long enough to know that. Yeah, well, and I, I think right now, though, you are taking 30,000 cars off of uh, uh, King Street. Uh, we do not have a ring road. You're going to ship those 30,000 cars with two lanes taken out of uh, King Street. Uh, with BRT, you can do one lane on Main, one me- uh, uh, lane on King. You're taking one lane out of each, which is a, a, a lot less impact on the uh, transportation modes within those corridors. Okay, so it sounds to me as if you're you're not going to budge on your position then. No, well, no, I, I'm, you're, you're you're asking me questions, and I'm just counting. No, I get that. Uh, I know. I know the BRT with all, argument with, with all the things I got away. Yeah, but uh, I don't think anyone and I, and any media that's ever observed me on council would ever suggest. Uh, that Terry draws a line on, on the sand on any decision. As new information comes forward, I consider that the information. I think we, it's incumbent upon us to uh, listen, not only talk. Uh, I think we need to uh, weigh all the, the uh, information that we gather and make informed decisions, and I'm prepared to do that. All right. There's a very important uh, vote coming up uh, sooner than later, obviously, and it's going to have to do with funding, et cetera, et cetera. And it, it is now being characterized, I've got a little minute left here, as the key debate as to whether or not this council is, uh, is going to move forward on this project or not. Forget about what the province may or may not do. Let this, the ball's in, in your lap right now. How's that vote going to go? Uh, well, I think if the uh, O&M, the Operating Maintenance Agreement, is looking at a 25 3% increase on taxpayers, it's going to be a, p- a pretty significant debate around that table. If, in fact, it's coming in at something around one5 to maybe anything under 2%, I think uh, uh, without any other alternatives, I think it'll pass. Interesting times coming up. Terry, thanks for coming in today. Really appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Ward 14, Councillor Terry Whitehead. The Bill Kelly Show, weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.